Welcome to another edition of Startup Health Now. I am here with the CEO and co-founder of Multisensor Diagnostics, Satya Lumai. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks Good. for having me here. It's a pleasure. So I'm so excited to talk about what you guys are doing. Mouth Lab is is your product. It's mm-hmm. it's really really extraordinary. Why don't we start with you just sharing what Mouth Lab is and what you're building? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, thanks again for bringing me here. Uh, it's really a pleasure to be part of uh, Startup Health. Uh, with respect to the product, Mouth Lab is actually um, the first functional tricorder style device. Again, I'm referring back to the Star Trek, uh, but it's actually a non invasive device that can measure more than 10 different health parameters in under a minute. So we have uh, proprietary sensors, algorithms, and technology that captures everything from the mouth and the thumb. So basically, all you have to do is like spend less than a minute per day to get an overall health assessment. So you put a device in, in your mouth, one device, mm-hmm. and it's measuring nine or 10 different diagnostic sort of tools with the, in this one device. Exactly, yeah. And you can do it from your living room and not even have to go into the doctor. Absolutely. This is kind of a home doctor for you. That's really cool. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you're measuring? I think that's important to dig into. Absolutely. So the, the things are like temperature, blood pressure, ECG, uh, th- uh, blood oxygen saturation, pulse rate, breathing rate and pattern, and then lung function, which is FEV1, FEV1 over FVC. And we're working on dehydration as well. So there's no device that is doing dehydration at this point. And that's one of the main reasons why we want to bring it in within our device. Uh, ultimately, we're also researching about uh, or working on a cool sensors for detecting glucose within, uh, within the same device. So these are the things that we can measure today. So what are the implications of, of mouth lab? Actually, the, the problem is every single, I mean, there's now with remote patient monitoring becoming more prominent, everyone's trying to use it these days. But what really happens is like what they give for the patients, for the chronic patients population, they give like maybe a package. For example, if you have congestive heart failure, they give you a weighing machine and then they have a blood pressure cuff and then they provide you pulse ox. That's about it. And uh, if you're a diabetic, they give you a glucometer and a blood pressure cuff, something like that. So they're confined to all those things. But what really happens is, although half of the US population have uh, chronic conditions, at least one or more chronic conditions, the problem is everyone are susceptible to multiple chronic conditions. And just by providing what is essential for your one condition is not going to really help you. Because like every year, patients are developing other conditions. For example, my mom, she is suffering from multiple chronic conditions. It started off with diabetes and then moved on to heart condition and then uh, all other complications associated with it. So what Mouth Lab can do is like it helps you to predict or like uh, measure all these different parameters uh, every single day so that if you find something that is wrong or like if you're a diabetic but if you're seeing some problems within your heart condition like blood pressure or pulse ox or heart rate that can be captured at a very early stage so it helps the providers to take care of the patients at a very early stage as well as it helps the patient to be more uh, concerned about their health and then take care of it on a daily basis that's where mouth lab plays a different role uh, in terms of predicting things at a very early stage. 
So do you imagine or foresee a time in the very near future where anyone with these chronic conditions has one of these devices in their bathroom or, or somewhere in their home and the same way they do uh, you know, fancy thermometer? Absolutely. So in fact, uh, we want to do more than that uh, because uh, although the, the focus of the company is to provide uh, access to care, like help cancer patients and chronic conditions, longevity, and all those different aspects are there, the moonshot mo like things that are associated with it. But what we really wanted to focus on is to change the culture of healthcare monitoring. So today we brush our teeth, I mean, but we really don't know, or we just spend time because it's part of our normal routine. So we, we get up in the morning, we brush your teeth, and then you do it, and then you move on. But it's actually helping you, You're spending like two minutes or a minute to do that. It's helping you to take care of your teeth, your mouth, and everything. But what we wanted to do is to provide a device that is simpler than using a toothbrush, but at the same time providing a overall health information. So you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, and then you stick this device in your mouth, hold it for 30 seconds. It has to be really normal. You don't have to do anything different with this, and then you're basically done. So. If you want, if you're, I mean, like, I'm really health conscious right now, so I tend to check my vitals right away. But um, if you're really not, if you feel really healthy, you can take a look at it on your train ride. I mean, if you're in New York, you can take a look at what's really happening with your health. Also, like, you can take this data to your physician on your monthly or yearly visits. It, it's going to help you in a different way. So we definitely see this device as a part of uh, everyone's home, not just chronic patients, but ultimately everyone using the device, even healthy patients or healthy individuals would be using the device. Um, that's why we call it the check engine light for humans. I, I love that because, you know, you start to think about um, prevention. You think mm -hmm. about staying well, um, so identifying uh, issues as early as possible. Mm -hmm. So if you're monitoring uh, a bunch of your vital signs on a, on a daily basis and building it into your routine the same way you do with brushing your teeth, then, then hopefully you can identify uh, uh, things before they become more serious. Um, fascinating. Um, who are your, your focus uh, in terms of, of customers? Who are you selling into for this solution? Sure. Uh, right now, we are trying to focus on providers and ACOs because, um, like, I mean, everything is moving towards ACOs or next-gen ACOs, where uh, there's a lot of um, risk sharing, and people wanted to make sure that uh, the patients are taken care of well, and uh, at the same time, reducing the cost. And it's also an easy market to target because uh, we are based out of Johns Hopkins and uh, we have access to a lot of patient populations. Specifically, we are working with the Heart Failure Bridge Clinic at Hopkins, which has access to more than 3,000 CHF patients. So the goal is to provide these devices to hospitals who are in need right now, to providers who are in need right now, because they are the ones who are um, like susceptible or like like monitored or measured based on the quality of care and the readmissions. Mm. So they get all the pressure. So today we wanted to focus on them, but ultimately this is a device that's going to help the payers in a really different way where uh, we can help with the star rating, risk score accuracy, and heat is measures and all those different aspects, which no other device or technology company is focusing today. So we've been hearing about the concept of, of the tricorder mm -hmm. really for years since Star yeah. Trek. Um, and I know there was the big X Prize. Mm -hmm. 
there's been a lot of, of different innovators focusing on this. Why is, why is now different? Why are we finally uh, ready to achieve uh, this sort of ultimate uh, diagnostic, if you will, for, for the home? Absolutely. So the, the problem is and the, the, the uh, environment is changing and people's attitude towards health is changing. And right now with all these different technologies and even health insurance companies are taking proactive efforts to help uh, their patients to or their members to manage their care and health and wellness is kind of a huge thing right now so everyone wants to at least have a piece of what's really happening like we really want to understand their health um, so but the problem is there's multiple devices again it's complicated to use different devices and you don't want it to look sick or you don't want it, even if you are a Fitbit it's a, it's a small piece but it's going to help you to track your sleep. It's helping you to track your uh, calories and all those different things. But um, there's nothing like that right there with respect to managing our overall health. So you might have to buy different devices to actually like individually like, measure. Only five or ten yeah, different things exactly. they're carrying around. Exactly. So that's when the, the tricorder concept really came up and Qualcomm came up with the competition and uh, a lot of innovative companies that were part of it. Uh, but the thing, again, the one problem which I faced or saw within the competition or within the overall concept is are we providing something which is simple? Like we are here to simplify healthcare and not complicate it more. Uh, even the winner of the Qualcomm Tricorder competition, uh, they have great uh, technology, the sensors are amazing. The problem is they have four or five different devices that you need to use. One goes in your chest, the other goes in your hand, and then you have to roll one over your forehead. So it's again complicating things. I mean, if I'm going to have all those different things, I might as well spend like a few hundred dollars to buy other individual things and just manage that. So that's where we are trying to be different. We, we want it to be, although I'm not really a fan of the tricorder because it's kind of getting into sci-fi, but we really want this to be considered as a real medical device. So for us, we are using a single device and we are spending just, uh, the patients can spend only 30 seconds to a minute to measure all these different things. And it's going to be very simple for them as they go forward, like, because uh, we are not just like measuring and showing the values, but what we are doing is like we are building an artificial intelligence system so that it's going to start measuring your trends over a period of time so that you can identify a lot of different conditions at a very early stage. So there's a service platform built into, into your modeling concept, exactly. which I think is, is very smart. Um, let's talk a little bit about the future. Uh, mm -hmm. wh where, where do you see things going? Uh, you've obviously um, been a, an early pioneer and, and have focused on this for years. I think you have a very good perspective on both where we are today, but also where we're going. Where's telehealth going? Uh, how simpler are things gonna get? Um, is this finally gonna be consumerized? Where, where are we going? I mean, you, uh, you exactly mentioned about telehealth. That's what I was about thinking about was telehealth is the future. Uh, I think uh, the access and then the availability of um, seeing your doctor is gonna be really short and easier. And uh, I look at it as a future, specifically, personally. Uh, my mom is in India, and uh, I don't get access to what's really happening with her. But through telehealth, what I really wanted to see is like, 
although I'm not going to be there with her, but I can actually measure and manage her from here. That's what is going to be the future. And uh, through telehealth, I mean, there's a lot of different um, uh, reimbursements today to help telehealth companies. So the future is really bright when it comes to um, how we're going to perceive care and how we're going to uh, take care of ourselves. Uh, but again, it comes with the risk of um, privacy and as well as uh, getting the right information from the right people. So there's need to be a lot more um, clarity in terms of how telehealth can be used. Uh, but uh, telehealth and remote patient monitoring is what really attracts me. And uh, it's something that uh, I'm really looking forward to. So do you foresee um, consumers, people, my mom buying uh, your mouth lab on either Amazon or from an Apple store? Yeah, absolutely. In future, I mean, once again, like everything needs to be a consumer uh, centric at some point. So consumer needs to get it. They need to get the access. So right now we wanted to send it through a provider like prescribing a medication. But ultimately, uh, it should be a device that is available on CVS or Walgreens where you can go pick it up and then like start measuring it on a daily basis. Understand your uh, eating pattern because, I mean, it's not just your how you're take care, taking care of your health but you can understand what's really happening on a daily basis like or before and after taking a drug or before and after eating a certain food or yeah. before and after a meeting <laughs> uh, everything plays a role so uh, everyone's going to be I, I think uh, everyone's going to be much more uh, focused towards uh, using uh, or taking care of their health care because it's going to be expensive you know, it's getting expensive. So everyone's going to be liable and to their own healthcare and employees are not going to take this anymore. Um, so that's that's the change that's going to happen. And, and what about more on a global scale, um, how you foresee these types of devices like a mouth lab being used in other parts of the world? Yeah, I mean, we are also, as, as we work on FDA, uh, we are also working on trying to understand the CE mark uh, as well as CFDA. So the, the market for such devices is really global. It's not just focused on the U.S. Um, that's a competitive advantage compared to other devices uh, that are out there. Uh, because I look at it as, for example, a village in uh, Africa or in somewhere in India where you don't have access to care and then there's uh, doctors come once a month. Uh, in that place, you can have one device uh, with like 50 different mouthpieces uh, so that everyone can measure and then if something is wrong they can actually get earlier before something really happens. So this is something that's going to change uh, the landscape, the healthcare landscape, as well as bring in interconnectivity and as well as uh, provide more proactive measures for uh, helping people around the world. You're a health transformer in startup health. Mm -hmm. You've been an entrepreneur for a while. What are some of your biggest lessons learned during your journey of, of building MDX? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of lessons, I would say. Uh, but primarily, it's, it's the essential part is uh, trying to find the right uh, team. 
you cannot just like select someone who's oh I mean they are ready to help you out that's not going to be really helpful I mean you need to make sure you're selecting the right team as well as uh, like you need to f have a good uh, personal uh, and health as well so maintaining your health is as much uh, essential as uh, like doing something for your company because at the end of the day if you're healthy you're going to do better with your company or right. you're going to help others to be healthy that's one of our our eight health transformer mindsets actually is healthy habits because mm -hmm. you know a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs don't take care of themselves and if you're gonna survive the gauntlet and thrive over many years you need to be able to sustain yourself so I think that's really great wisdom to share with other entrepreneurs um, and you know what what have you been uh, what surprised you I guess during your your journey what weren't you expecting with during my time at MDX yeah, and just uh, both in terms of being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. in, in digital health, uh, but also maybe even in the development of, of what you guys are building in terms of the, the science and, and technology. Yeah, I think, uh, as I was mentioning, uh, it's, it's not just a device that is going to just measure and monitor your vitals. Um, although that's what we are going to offer as the first thing, uh, but um, what was really attractive about is we're trying to find where we can get all these health information at, at a single place within our body, and most of them target uh, the skin and different parts of the body. But uh, we found that the mouth is the best source for all these key health information. That's why we went to the mouth try to get all these key health information. During a journey, what we realized was it's not just measuring or monitoring solution and managing solution but also like we have access to breath and saliva uh, within the mouth so it gives I mean like it gives access to a lot more volatile compounds associated with various metabolic disorders so since we are already in the mouth uh, and there are a lot of sensors that are out there or chips that we can configure and then build so we can start predicting like really or diagnosing certain diseases um, at a very early stage because uh, for example if you can uh, identify lung cancer um, like at a very early stage you can improve the survival rate by threefold mm. so that's what was a surprising part and then we started exploring different things and today we are at a place where we think we can do this we think we can uh, uh, we have the capabilities and then my co-founder dr. Gene Friedman uh, he's a really a genius uh, to come up with such a device like this but also he has a huge vision. I mean, there's at least 10, 15 years plan that we have within our device uh, and the path we can take. So uh, it kind of made us to feel like confident about what we are after. And at the same time, uh, it provided like, okay, a simple solution can be effective. It does not have to have a lot of bells and whistles, but really a simple device like this at a cost price. I mean, like we were expecting it to be around 1000 or $2,000, but Today, when we actually ready to manufacture, it's around going to be like $200. Uh, it's extraordinary. So, mm -hmm. And I imagine over time, the costs continue to come down. Uh, well, thank you for doing everything that, that you all are doing. It's very inspiring. And I, I think something very important to note is in terms of the 10 health moonshots that Startup Health is, is focusing on with our community and army of health transformers, what you guys are doing actually 
um, supports so many of those, mm -hmm. whether it's the cancer moonshot or longevity, uh, chronic disease, curing disease, like you guys are really touching many of them, access to care, mm -hmm. bringing the cost down. So it's, it's really extraordinary. And I know you're uh, also collaborating with so many of the other health transformers mm -hmm. um, and, and integrating your technology in with theirs. So uh, congratulations on, on your vision and all that you're doing. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.